going down. You the recording? I'm recording. I'm recording. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My bad, my bad. Yeah, All I got to say is, ain't nobody going for that nigga. Like, he want tools and shit. <laughs> like that. I don't give a fuck. Oh, <laughs> I play. Oh, yeah, that's like a rob them niggas. <laughs> What's this? Uh, hey, they gonna pull up like a rob them niggas for a boat. Everybody gonna have one of them black forces that's been missing. Nah, that's a fact. I need to know who buying them because they, they they not in stock. For 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 they not in stock. They definitely on this nigga island for sure. Real quick. What's good? So about the podcast. Yeah. What? About the podcast. We got. We got a few topics on the document today, man. Yeah, bro. Yeah. We, got, we got a few topics on the, My boy, on the document. Nah, man. I like, I like the way, I like the way my money is going. Like, hey, we yes. Hey, we do, yes. Am I salty? Yes. Did I want to catch Javon in the lot? Yes. Was I out to sabotage my best friend? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Was I trying to? Shirt on under, under the cover. Filthy animal. That was for the record podcast, man. We're here recording live on location in my crib. We got Kobe on the wall. Rest in peace. Muhammad Ali. Nipsey Hustle. You're, 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 you're. What's going on, everybody? What's going down? We are back. We are back. We are back. Gems for the record podcast, man. Coming in. Marcus. This is Marcus here. It's your boy, King Eli. It's your boy John Jacob Jenkins. <laughs> yeah, this nigga got a new nickname. Oh, <laughs> I was ready for was that. that. A, was that a Black History? Uh, was that your yeah? Was that your black, was that your African uh your African uh intro name? Yeah, his my name is my name too. From the motherland. <laughs> right, well, that's his name from the motherland. I'm Ray Farrakhan today, man. <laughs> Ray Farrakhan. I'm, I'm that today, man. We I don't, don't even know. I can't even. See. I don't even know. Uh, young Young Levi. Young Levi. <laughs> nah, man. Uh. Come on, man. Come on. What's up? You got to come out off the top. I don't know, bro. I, uh, off the top. You got to give me something. Pharaoh Eli. There we oh, go. I like that. You got to give me something. <laughs> the same give thing. Give me something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, man. This is Black History Month. You can be whoever you mm-hmm. want to be, brother. You yes. are a king. I'm going to be Elijah Lee Alexander. What's going down? So, yeah, we got... um. Their middle name, Lee. I ain't know that. Yeah, Lee, bro. Lee, you knew that. I ain't know that. So, we finna... What's your middle name? Okay. Exactly. Black okay. History Okay. Hold on. Name. Let me raise that up. Oh, Keith. Oh, Keith. You know what I'm saying? All right, we're going we gonna to mark that for later. That's going to be a drop. <laughs> Every time he says some crazy shit, Mark Keith. Hey, All right. Hey, I ain't ashamed of it. <laughs> I mean greatness, nigga. Greatness. Facts. Big facts. So, yeah. I, I don't uh, really mean it. I don't know. <laughs> oh, we got, uh, got some I believe you, nigga. <laughs> we got some black history coming to y'all today, man. Got a full, you know what full eight, eight topics for y'all, man. So, we're going to... Um, we're going to dive into it. How's everyone doing? Um, Before we even oh. start, just in honor of oh, black bad. history, you know what I'm saying? I got to play this funky shit for you. Play DJ, that. spin that shit. Go with it. Been a club sweating like what? Bro, they be sweating hard, bro. That's a whole workout. I think I'm gonna play that. Like when I start by working out, I think I'm gonna run that. Oh yeah. Yes, sir. 
and the honor of Black History Month. We are here. Yeah, we here, man. Um, and we're black, obviously. Black at a black, black. <laughs> that way. All the way. I'm black every month, but this month, black I'm black at a black, black. <laughs> Respect. So, um, we're going to start off how we normally do. Um, how's everybody? Um, Javon, how you doing? I'm good, man. I can't complain. To be honest, I cannot complain. But all I can say is, I think my fun, I think my son want to fight me. What? I think my son want to fight me. Already? Already, bro. Jesus. I'm gonna pray. The, the, the way he be looking at me sometimes, like he just be like, I mm-hmm. can take him. <laughs> he think he can take. You think he can? Nah. <laughs> Honestly, nah. in this moment, I think he can. Don't get that boy fucked up. I'm not trying to get him fucked up, but I just feel like right now they they got more of a skill set than we think to take us down, oh, and they don't even have to really do anything to us physically. Oh no, nah, but I was about to say that nigga, that nigga got a he got some power behind that punch. That's what be making me think he really want to fight me because he be hitting me a little bit different than he hit his mama, bro. Mm. I feel like he really look at me. He be sizing me up. Hold on, how you know you don't feel this? What she feel? When he hit but it's a sound effect to this shit though. You know how certain <laughs> shit sound off. He be like, well, me be like knocking niggas. That's because you be using that special lotion, bro. He be, what? <laughs> I heard, I, I, I ain't heard nothing. I ain't heard nothing. I ain't heard nothing. In my spare time, in my own long time, <laughs> that's the special Alleg- lotion. Allegedly. I ain't heard nothing. <laughs> That's the special my bad, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Joey, J two kind of a sensitive topic for me, right? I can't really. He nephew hurt my feelings, but I can't man, really. Man. I just didn't want to see my nephews, so I, I said I'm gonna get to see one of them. Yeah. yeah. My like, man, I'm gonna spend some time with nephew bond a little bit. I got over there. Opposite. He wasn't going for nothing. He wasn't going for none of that. <laughs> feelings, feelings hurt. None of that. Shit. And the bullshit is, he was like, he'll look over there at him, but it's like in the. He was holding on to me, looking over at him, trying to see what he's doing. I'm like, bro, just stop acting, stop acting that way. And bro. then you left. You said he said, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave out the door, see what he do. So he excuse me, he left out the door. He gonna curl up in the corner of the couch. Oh my god. Like he abused I'm like, him. I'm like, come on, nephew. I'm the one that's gonna be giving you paper, buying shoes and whatever, but it's it's love though. It's love. Keep that same energy. I think it was because that nigga just never see beards like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't grow face hair like that. <laughs> <laughs> he like, oh no, this is this is a, this is a lumberjack or some shit. I don't know what this nigga do. Hey, For real, bro, you are blessed, bro, with that beard. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Right, I can't, I can't, Appreciate bro. It. All thirty, bro. Hey, long, got long he just got patches. He got journey. better than me. He at least the stuff above his lip is like better. <laughs> I still got like them Naruto whiskers and shit on my. Shirt. I mean, I think it's about what you could grow, though. A lot of people like they embrace what they got. Oh, I'm chilling, bro. Oh, no, man. You might need some beard oil. I ain't gonna lie. I was, I was gonna tell her to get you a beard do rag. <laughs> nah. If I, if I like, the day I go bald. <laughs> Shut up, bro. I swear to God. The day I go bald. Oh, you ain't never seen that? Nah, bro. He came bro, you remember when shit. I was like, no, no, say, no, bro. Was, was, <laughs> you know, say, bro. We gotta come up with some, the, some beard. The, the, the day I go bald, we could talk about it, but as of now, like, nah. Good on that. He said the day he go bald. But other than that, though, how you how you doing? Oh, no, I can't complain, Gucci. man. I've been working, staying out the way, bro. It's game time. I've been focusing in. I have come to a decision, though, as far as this crib, man. I think we got one. Oh, yeah? I think we got Was one. Was it the one you showed me? Yeah. Oh, no, it's a different one. Oh, it's different, a different one. Okay. It's, okay. It's, it's, it's a in between our job, so it's like five minutes from my job, eight minutes from her job, so it's real close. You know what I'm saying? 
I think that's the one. I, I hit up the manager. We're going to be talking on Monday and she trying to lock in. Blessings. You know what I'm saying? Hope you get that joint. Sure. Soon come, man. Other than that, I can't complain, bro. Same, bro. Yeah. That's a step, man. That's a step. Like that's like little three bedroom, two bath, you know what I'm saying? Got everything the way I need. It's an investment, bro. That's an investment too. (laughs) And you gotta make sure you remember that it's an investment. You need a duck out bathroom. That 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 that's something that's you can build off of. It's one in the master bathroom, thankfully. It's one out there for the kids and it's one ducked off in the master bathroom. That's gonna be my sanctuary. (laughs) Ain't gonna lie to you. I wanted to kinda go with the four bedroom, to be honest with you, just cause like they get their own rooms and I get my own dolo room. Yeah. But this month got the little outdoor shit, so that's gonna be my little dope. Yeah, yeah. That's spot. what I was gonna say. Yeah, man. So. Cause we, I feel like we should have went with the four bedroom, cause he really don't handle work, all the stuff. So all his stuff is in the living room, bro. So it's like, it, the living room is his door. room. Yeah, we do. The front room is like storage slash guest room. So it got like a bed and junk. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Then the the garage junk car you know what i'm saying so he keep his inventory yeah <laughs> trust me i know where it is <laughs> so, uh, it's junk a and junk b yeah junk a, and then attic junk Man. you know what i'm saying christmas stuff too but so, yeah how you uh, how you doing though, other than that though Eli? i mean man you know fresh out vacay fresh out well winding down i guess you could say winding down well you know first and foremost a nigga read up on vacations for the year so we're going through them smartly and strategically. How many weeks you get this year? I got, I got four weeks, seven discretionary days. So I'm, I'm planning it out perfectly. You know, I don't think I don't want to. I'm not going to say what I do, but I got a nice, good schedule. I, I appreciate everything that's happening. Four weeks, bro. I'll be a nasty nigga if I have four weeks of vacation time. Hey, man, look, bro. I think the longer you somewhere, the more time you need off from that joint. That's fucking fast. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with the place, but, you know, just kind of how it goes. Nice two weeks, but that four weeks? Yeah, that's different. I can't wait till it go to six. But anyways. um, I'll probably delete your number when you get six weeks of vacation. I ain't going to wait. It's cool. It's probably going to be over. It's fine, bro. (laughs) I'm going to flood the game right now. Flood (laughs) it. I got got options. I'll be all right. Got options? (laughs) I got options. We'll be all right. All right. Anyways, <laughs> um, ain't no, ain't no temptations without you. <laughs> I come to see you. I understand. Boys. I understand. I, you know, nigga said he got options. Nigga, you ain't got no options. We stuck, nigga. Nah, what I you know. mean? We stuck, bro. We stuck. Hold up, y'all niggas be talking about all the time about how y'all got your own team. Was it? Is yeah. Marcus, Marcus, you was the first nigga saying, "Yeah, bro, I got a new team." I don't have a team. And then Javon was like, "Yeah, I definitely got a new team." My so, team is two kids. Yeah, I'm I gotta get away from them. I can't watch Coco Bell the worst <laughs> of my life. Bro, I went over there. I'm like, damn, I know, he's, I know he's gonna play 2K. Fam. It was all on the TV. Fam. But it was Coco Melon. Yes, bro. Hey, I I got that nigga watching Green. What was it? Cricket? Cricket Green on Disney? Bro, that, that nigga go hard. And Bluey. So we, we don't, yeah, we don't even. Truth, we don't bro. even go on it. So yeah, this week it was it was Bluey. It was you know Disney Plus, uh, put this Netflix, shit, Coco Melon up all night with them. But I enjoyed my week with my son. I got a question for y'all. All right, I'm sorry to cut you off. Are you good? What's up? Have y'all ever tried to put anime on in the crib and see what it do? Yes. Yeah, I watched Naruto. It, no, oh, it's effective. Or? It's no. hit and miss. 
for him. Like when like when he up early in the morning, cause he'll get up at like fucking five, six o'clock in the morning or whatever. Yeah. Then sometime he'll be like, okay, I can fuck with this. He'll yeah. sit there and watch it. You know what I'm saying? I, I even had her doing the Naruto run. Mm-hmm. She be doing that on me mm-hmm. sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> doing the Shinobi run. Mm-hmm. Hands behind <laughs> the back. You know what I'm saying? But nah, uh, it's, it's a hit and miss with him, just like with her. Like sometimes she'll be interested, sometimes. I think it's just the the language, because you know I'm watching this shit. Oh, so, yeah, so, yeah. So he like, bro, I don't know what the fuck these niggas are. Yeah. <laughs> But when it's dub, you know what I'm saying? He be on, he be on, he'll watch the uh, Super with me or some shit. But yeah, man. Eva. Uh, matter of fact, how you doing, bro? Yeah, bro. How you doing? How you doing? Working. Tired. Working. Tired. The schedule kicking. It's, it's tearing me apart. I <laughs> yeah. Like, come going in at six, getting out at three, four, five in the morning. It's, it's taking its toll for sure. I'm here, though. I can't complain. I got a job. I'm just trying to stay positive. Four day uh, weekend coming up. I just real, just out. just keep the keep the wife learn, and learn the process. The, keep the wife, keep my wife in your prayers. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Go through the through the heart the, the heart situation. That's mm-hmm. why I left the pot. You know, last recording or whatnot. Um, but yeah, like other than that, man, life's been good, bro. Everything is that's happening, supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. It's for a reason, and I'm gonna continue to say that. To think with everything that we're gonna go through on the pod and just in life, it's, it's everything's happening. He's gonna follow our steps, and we're just gonna keep pushing. Yes, so it's it's good that you know we got Javon good, Marcus good, I'm good, we good, bro. Gems for the record, good. Facts. But yeah, man. You ready to dive in? Sure. Um, for the Black History acknowledgement, it wasn't necessarily like something we had to go through. I just want to like get into it. That's how we gonna just start off. So. We'll just start off with three. Just how far have we come as a people and society? Like from um like back in the day you had the, the white only, and you got the black like the water fountains and like the bathroom, the certain place you could eat, a certain place you couldn't eat. Now everything is more is merged together. And um I still feel like we came a long way, but we have a long way to go, per se. But if we'll ever get there, don't know. Because in my personal opinion, like, and I use this analogy all the time. I feel like racism is like a it's like a disease. And this is what I use. I said, you take three children. I probably told y'all this, but you take three children. Say you you got um a black child, got a white child, like say like an Asian or like you know a Mexican child. Put them in a park. What they want to do. They're not thinking about who's what. They're not, they're not thinking about none of that. All they're thinking about, I want to play. I want to have fun. They may, they may look at it as like, um, we, we have different color, but they still want to play at the same time. They want to enjoy each other's company. They just want to have fun. But when you instill that in your child as a youngin', that's what they're going to see. That's what they're going to know. Oh, he's not the same color. He, he can't have the same opportunities as me. He can't go to the same places that I go. And then they carry that on from the next generation to the next generation. That's why I like about these kids coming up because that racism is dead as far as they are concerned. That, that's dead. Yeah. And to be honest, it, it was dead with us, respectfully. Like, I had I had white friends going growing up, you know, so it was never no ill will in my heart, you know. But I, I do think we have a, we got a long way to go, though. If we'll ever get there in this lifetime, I doubt it, to be honest with you, because I feel like those old school racist traditions still live on and, like, I'm, it's not even the crazy part about it is 
it's not even just in white people. It's in all races. It's we, we got we got it in the black community, like you know. So it's not even like a race thing. I just I just don't understand it. I feel like we all the same color, we bleed the same. We all our bodies function the same. Lot of it's it's confusion to me, you know. But uh, I do think we make we making progress though. Um. I mean, bro, honestly, I feel like we kind of capped at where we can really make progress. I need you to elaborate. And I hate to say it like that, but the generation behind us, I don't really think they value life. I think our generation and the generation behind us don't value life uh, the way we do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the upbringing was a little different because before, before – their parents' parents was working two jobs and, you know what I'm saying, trying to provide and try to make it happen, right? So they was their parents' parents was the ones that was really going through, like, you know, the real tough, heavy racism, all the really the bad, where the system was the same then it is now, right? So now you got these kids that's kind of reaping the benefit of the hard work from their parents. So now they raising kids. So those same values that their parents had from their elders, they don't have because it's a disconnect because of, one, you basically had the parents gone half the time because they had to work two or three jobs. Not all of them, right, but majority of them, right, and that's a systematic issue. So that's what I mean by it's cap because you got a lot of things that's out of our control that's causing domino effects. So, you know, you got inflation going crazy right now, so you got to have people – who got to work multiple jobs, right? Then they can't really spend the time they need to actually put install the values into their kids. So then the kids learning off of YouTube, they learning off of TikTok, Instagram, right? All of the uh, so social media stuff that we talked about in the earlier part, uh, you know what I'm saying? Where now we got this generation that's like, they don't even, I don't even know if they even have a good repertoire of black history, Right? I don't even know. I'm scared to ask my nephew what this nigga know about Martin Luther King, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm nervous to ask him about, like, it's a select few. It's not as many as it used to be, bro. It's not. So I feel like the generation coming up behind us are the ones who have to really make sure that it's changing. But if they ain't getting the seasoning that they need and we only got a select few that's actually getting that season, then it's going to be capped because they're going to be casualties. Casualties to society. Casualties to their neighborhood, to themselves, right? Because it's 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 a systematic issue that's out of their hands. That's this is where I'm at with it. One one counterpoint that I would have to that is that where you see it might be kept as far as like the knowledge of what they have of black history, what that I can say is that like Marcus was saying, this generation is not as separated where they acknowledge it and like they they have to deal with the the day-to-day of like racism and shit like that like even if it's covert racism or like these these white kids ain't really as racist you know what i mean like the younger generation the generation behind us where like they not i don't know it's just it's just different bro because like the kids like my nephews and stuff like that they got friends of all walks of life bro they got black white hispanic Asian, like, uh, and they teaching them in the schools different languages at a younger age now. You know what I mean? They, they acknowledging that Spanish is going to be a primary language at some point because of the growth of the Spanish people. 
Like, they learn in, in, like, I think my nephew in, like, sixth grade, seventh grade right now, he learning Spanish. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what you said, like, it, it might be not acknowledgement of the past is because they're not really looking towards the past. They're trying to kind of build more towards the future. And for me, like, I kind of, I can understand what you're saying because, you know, we had this conversation yeah. uh, a few days ago or whatever. Like, the progress that we made, it's not, it's not really all bad or all good. It's kind yeah. of like that in between, you know what I mean? Like, where, of course, we, we've been able to amass fortune through sports and entertainment and stuff like that. But it's like that that middle class the middle class black people and shit the middle class in general is kind of going away but the middle class for black people is just kind of non-existent it's like either you got to got uh kind of live paycheck to paycheck or barely above that or you're gonna be super fucking rich from whatever you do i think we got more i think we got more black people in middle class than we think i don't think it's a more i don't think it's a Big, big, huge amount, but I know we got a good, a substantial amount. What would you consider yeah. the middle class to be? You mean like, 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 like salary, salary wise? I think that's like 50, 45, 50 to like no, that's 80. Like, that's Four, not 400 grand. It's like, 400, it's like it's 400 like grand. Hundreds of grand. Wait, what? Yes, that's no. the middle class. Yeah, no, no. yes, it is. Yes, no, it's it not. Is. Yes, it is. If you're making lower than $100,000, you are considered a middle poor. class is like 400,000. <laughs> No, tell you, if you're making, I'm no. telling you, I am. T- this is a fact. I, I, it's not like just me guessing, bro. This is literally like a fact. The way they, the way they word it, it's not that you are literally poor, but that's how they consider the classes. Cause it's different. Cause then you got like the, the top percenters and stuff like that, right? You got like the one percenters. The one percenters would be six then, figures, like high class. One percenters are like the, the crazy six to seven figures. Yeah, and then under that, then what's under that? Middle class. No. You got the 1% and then you got like... 1% is like millionaires. Yeah, and then you got like the the, the 5%ers, the 10%ers, the 15, 20%ers. Like there's, there's a... I don't think... I think middle class is... Because you got to think about like... I, it might change by state too. Because here it might be one thing because the cost of living ain't that crazy yet. But like in New York, it could be something different because the cost of living is crazy. So, I mean, that's the, the, they, uh, one of uh, the people online in the Facebook group that I'm in, uh, Black, Black Entertainment or something like that, BAA. But uh, yeah, basically what they did was they posted um, this little meme or whatever saying like $21 living today is really not that much money. Which, to be honest, is really not like, like you. I, I don't like. I make. I literally make twenty one dollars, and I don't. I don't live paycheck to paycheck. But it's not that I can live beyond my means. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not a crazy amount of dollars, like money. But at the same time, it's like a sufficient amount of money to get what you need done and still be able to save and do shit that you need to do. But I don't know, bro. I, I don't think middle class. Is really too much existing. I think there's a, more people in the higher, lower class. <laughs> like that, you know what I'm saying? That in between where it's not that you're making like hundreds of thousands of dollars, but you're making like 80 to 90 and you good. Look, this is what, what I know. I couldn't get free lunch in high school. Yeah. 
I couldn't get free lunch because my mom and them they made too much. But then we didn't make too much. Like, oh, trust you me. know, so I figured like, all right, nigga, I guess we. Trust me. I mean, I mean, but we ten years removed really from that, know. though. Yeah, you right though. Yeah, I don't you really right. Know how that, I don't really know how that works. To be honest, how the free lunch system. Yeah, because I, I think it was like as far it. as like if you made above a certain amount. But at the same time, they was married too, so they was kind of trying to. They probably was probably doing both. Yeah. Like a joint, yeah. Like yeah. a joint, and then hitting them. Yeah, yeah, you right on that. That's right. weird, right. bro. But like for me, like sorry, okay. we're all over the place. My bad. Okay, let me just go make sure I, I hit you with stats. Cause it's not you. just feelings; it's stats. Thank you. So the median family income today for black people is forty five thousand dollars per year. That's the medium income. That's the baseline of all black people in America today. $45,000. But what's the what's the progress? Because that's really where, where we are right now, right? Like we, okay. we, when we ask about where we are and what we really capped at. Cause so where I want to go with it is, because what I did was like I went to this little statistic um, website, which is kind of just like a baseline of like the stats over the last two decades, or three decades technically. So in 1990, black people, the average medium income was $35,000. Oh, 1990. Okay. Which is the year before we was born. 91 is 35, well, 34. So it has increased, which has been up and down since then. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's say 2000, it was 44. 2000 was 44. 22 years ago. 22 years ago. Yeah, it's crazy. been up and down since then. Now it's back up, and it's 45. But if we go to the other side of that, which I view the white person, I mean, the white <laughs> the white people's medium income, starting out in 1990, bro, this shit is going to piss you off. I'm going to get real with you. The medium income was 60000 1990. You could really eat with 60 <laughs> bands in 1990. In 1990, bro. You base that now, they making the medium income is 74000 so they almost thirty thousand up on us, and that's like entry level. That's the median. That's like the middle ground, like the estimates based on all white homes <laughs> and all black homes on the other side with the forty-four. I mean, mm. forty-five. Wow. So it's just the medium. Like, of course, it's up, it's down, it's low, it's lower, it's higher between different stuff. But that's just all homes in America. Oh, okay. Seventy-four to forty-five. Like, of course, we made progress, but you think about it, bro. They starting out ahead of us, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, 1990, you think the 64,000. I mean, the 60,000 compared to us making 35. So, I hate when people be like, well, white. I mean, black people have made progress. Yes, we've made progress. We made significant progress. But at the same time, we were behind the eight ball to begin with. Like, we started behind. So, you think about it, bro. We started... Technically, we really started a mass in world like after the 19, like we had the black history, I mean the Black Wall Street in 1920, and they killed everybody in Black Wall Street, you know what I'm saying, they had the whole massacre with that, but like after 1960 is when we really got an opportunity to not be segregated, to not just be classified as black and stuck into black uh, ways of working or like areas of the company or whatever, only black like work with black people now we are in the we have the ability to work with all races but at the same time we behind the eight ball if you if you really want to keep it 100 to go back on the numbers part niggas weren't even really making that 35 probably uh-uh. exactly that's just like a base number they'll give it's like 
they really rounded far, like really far to me. They rounded very far. Like niggas was probably making like low twenties, mid twenties for real. Like that thirty five might be a crazy stretch. I think that uh, I can't really, I can't really argue with the numbers to be honest. But it's just like, bro, when you think about it, like the lower income areas, that's not what it was. You know what I'm saying? Like where the neighborhoods where we from, that's not probably what it was. Niggas like making twenty thousand, fourteen thousand, something like that in nineteen ninety. Now niggas making like thirty thousand maybe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Niggas is working fifteen dollars an hour jobs to maintain their home. That's it's probably not that much, bro. It's, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's probably what you do fifteen dollars an hour, forty hours, eighty hours. I'm, I'm just trying to do math off the top of my head. Maybe like a twelve hundred dollar check or something like that for the month. I mean for the two weeks, two twenty four hundred for the month. You know what I mean? Twenty four hundred for the month times twelve. It's like twenty four thousand for the year. You know what I'm saying? It's not nothing crazy. Like you're not making a lot of money, bro. No, you're not, man. Like to, to really be able to maintain and sustain your family, especially if you're dealing with a family. Like fifteen fifteen dollars an hour would be significant. I mean, like would be good substantial for somebody. It's like a single person. You know what I'm saying? Single middle. I mean, single young. Person. I can I can contest to that though, cause I I was making that that wage at one point. The thing was making fifteen dollars an hour. It did get overtime, but like say the eighty though. You got to think. I don't have kids, so I get taxed different. So like, say I get a twelve hundred dollar check. 200 of that is probably gone nine times out of 10. So, you're not even getting the whole joint. You know what I'm saying? So, facts. That's facts. You know what I'm saying? So, I could definitely let that overtime meant everything. Nah, facts. Not even just like if you're single or if you have kids, overtime can make or break a household oh, for, yeah, for facts. everybody. Facts. Yeah. That's yeah. not even up for debate, bro. It's not up for debate. I understand that. If you time away from the family, so, trying to provide and stuff. But, mm-hmm. I mean, so the question though, we have we have made progress. It's just it's limited. It's limited. A lot to go. Think it's limited. I think it's limited. I think it's it's more pushback on it. I don't. It's, I don't want to say limited, but it's more force behind it. That we we do ourselves. We don't do ourselves. We don't help ourselves either. You know what I'm saying we don't help ourselves, so that's why I'm like we limit it because we kind of like it's crabs in the barrel sometimes. It's too much. We, we're killing off our own people, and I ain't gonna lie, that's one thing that breaks my heart. Seeing the you know the massacre of one another, we don't put each other up enough. Because I feel like if we don't, if we not killing each other, and you just take, I don't know, man, you take twenty percent, thirty percent of the deaths away from I don't know. Let's start like in the eighties. How 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 deep of the black population it would be in America? Like anybody really just thought about like how how many of us would it be like like closer to outnumbering them? I feel like it, right? So it's like we gotta it, it has to be something in place to kind of keep us as far as our numbers in a certain point. So that's why they that's why they push. What they push on us, the the systems and everything else, so that this it, is a part of it, bro. It's a whole we getting hit like, multiple bro, ways, bro. We watch snowfall. That shit happened. 
Yeah, they pushed yeah. drugs into the black care, like the, to the black communities, bro. Like they, they told us, like, yeah, yeah we, we, we right. pushed we it. Fight. They pushed it too. Man, yeah. Come on, bro. I mean, between that and redlining, bro, like redlining is basically like, okay, we outlining this district as a low income area, and like we not, I don't see the same type of funding. Mm-hmm. So, so like we like where we at now, like it's not necessarily like just hood hood, but it's like, bro, everybody has to fend for themselves. So we just like you saying the crabs in the barrel. It's like, bro, I'm not gonna let you take mine. I gotta eat, bro. If you're in jeopardy of taking mine, then I'm gonna have to do something about that, bro. Yeah. And it's not the right way to think about it in order to progress, but at the same time, it's what we have to live with, bro. It's our circumstances. Like, it's not. It's not. I can't justify it to be honest. I can't. There's no way to justify it. But at the same time, it's like, bro, what more? What, I can't even say what more can we do because there's so much more that we can do, bro. But like, it's it's built into our foundation, bro. Like at this point, it's been 40 to 50 years of us just struggling to survive. Some people, it's outliers where it's like entertainers, ballers, niggas that have a, a talent that's beyond, you know what I'm saying? The other people where they're able to make millions of dollars, you know what I'm saying? But how many of us are they dragging along with them? And I, I can't even just put it all on them because you can't just drag everybody with you, bro. Like, you can't. But at the same time, it's like, shit, we have to invest back into our community, bro. Like, the people that are, even if you're not making, like, six figures, well, like, high six figures, even if you're making lower six figures, like, one, 120 or something like that. Like, bro, that's, that whatever ex- excess that you have. Don't just put, don't just bottle it up and invest it and put it back into yourself. Like invest into your community, bro. Just because we really need that shit, bro. Like Asian people, Japanese people, all of them are building like generational wealth. Like not even just for their own families. It's like motherfuckers is bring they they come into this country, bro. And let me make sure I, I you know what I'm saying come with this clear, bro. I have no problem with Asian or. Japanese people worth it, like the the effect that they have on our our economy because you gotta respect it. You really gotta respect it because the way they doing it, bro. Like they they taking they drop. Like, I mean they they working their jobs and they sending their money back to their family. Their family coming over and they creating a whole company. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they building up from there, bro. Like you like that model is what we need in our communities, bro. Where we making companies and teaching our kids to run that company and then the kids is hiring their friends and their kids and it's just generational we building off of that instead of like failing and then going back to nine to fives and shit like there's no way to live bro we gotta have more dreamers too bro people that are like we gotta have less we gotta, let, we gotta have this whole ass niggas too Gotta have less whole ass niggas, bro. You can start building something and start putting bro. somebody on, bro. Somebody who you know you you trust, and they'll be the first one to. You know what I'm we saying? And it's only us that do that shit, bro. Too, it ain't just, but it ain't just us, nah, bro. But if we trying to build, if us, we bro. trying to build, if we we behind, right? So it's like we playing basketball, right? We playing, we 10, 10, 10 points down, five, three minutes left, right? Nigga started the game with a twenty point lead. But we we grinding though. We ten points away now. I mean, we gotta be even more perfect than we was the last ten points. That's facts. You know what I'm saying? That's facts. So we can't afford for somebody to be like, you know what, man? Yeah, 
know what I'm saying? Fuck, I'm not doing this shit for this motherfucker. Fuck that. What? Hold up, bro. I just, you know what I'm saying? I just, I just put you on, bro. Like, come on, man. Like, look, hold up. <clears throat> Gotta go on a little tangent real quick, bro. So, at the job, no, no, hold no, 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 ISO, no, no, ISO, no, 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 I take joy in my job because you get to bless others. You know, you put training, you put knowledge and wisdom into them, and then, you know, you can get them to where they can get to the next level, and then they're that much closer to providing and doing what they need to do for their families, right? So, you know, when you do it for... We have to work harder, right? Like, as black men, we have to work harder, right? So I can't be... You know, I can't, I know I'll be playing around the job. Oh, it's lazy Sunday. But like, you know what I'm saying? You, we got to come in there and kind of work three, four, five times harder. So it's like when you put somebody in a position or you, you put them in a spot, you train them up and then, you know, they get there and then they turn around and act like they don't have to do anything or listen or like, you know, do they like just what they was Asked to do as far as just from the company standpoint, not from you, but just doing your job as the company and you, like the bare minimum, the, the, the bare minimum, and you decide not to. You know, you decide to do whatever you want, come in whenever you want. It's like, bro, hold up, bro. I just grinded for you for seven, eight months for these guys to put you in a position, and then you turn around and you do this. You supposed to be in a class, but you're not going to it, you skipping, you leaving, you just walking out, like, nah, bro. You know what I'm saying? So that's the kind of stuff that I'll be talking about. Like, we we put our guys on, and then they turn around and instead of them going above and beyond for us, right? Because that's, that's one of the ways that we all grow, right? When you got somebody in that spot, you're supposed to propel them, because when they get propelled, you get propelled, exactly. right? But when you get somebody like that, and they don't see that, and that's all they say they preach is black power and all the other stuff, Bothers me, bro. That bothers me. Where they be in your face, I'm like, oh man, well, I'm pro black, this, that, and the third. But then when it's time for them to do something that you need them to do, exactly. they not there. Nah, that's facts. You know what I'm saying? That's facts. But we just, I just I did all this, bro. But see, if it was somebody else, if it was somebody named Connor or Hunter, you know what I'm saying? Coming in there joking, saying, hey man, I need you to do this, buddy. Oh, I got you, sir. Like, come on, bro. Hold up. I'll be relaxed. I'll be cool. Like there's no need for none of the disrespectful I think, stuff. I think that's I think that's inherent to the uh, individuals, not necessarily the race. No, I'm not saying like the the whole race in totality. I'm just saying like it should that should be no, no, that should be that should be like, like something that's a foundation like that's in yeah. us it, as color, yeah. right? Like we should like for each other go, go above, above and beyond and make sure that we're doing what we can to make that person successful. That's facts. That's what I mean. That, that, that's why I kind of like went on a little spill, just a little story, because it was just, there's no need for that, bro. Like, this, if, if somebody like that, that put you in the, somebody like that put you in the spot, then you don't, you don't do that to them, bro. You, you, you give your all every day, because that's what they expect. We don't, we don't get a day where we slap up, slip, slip up, because that can cost every person that's the same skin tone as you in that environment. You know what I'm saying? And if people don't see that, they don't pay attention to that, bro. Like, we all got to move and do everything a certain way. You don't get away with stuff like everybody else. You don't. 
I wish we had a GM sound effect because this nigga is speak. We need a fax machine oh, sound effect, man, nigga, because this nigga is spitting. But yeah, I, I, that's, I'm good. I'm done. I'm nah, I'm sorry, bro. Shit, I apologize. Bro. That was just on my chest when you when you said what you was. I was like, nah, bro. I gotta, nah, I gotta throw that story in there. Like that that really that really dis that that's a disappointment. That's just a disappointment, bro. Well, since you on the roll, can I ask you a question? That's good. What does it mean to be black to you? Some bullshit. You gonna elaborate on that? Um, I mean, not like being black is bullshit. I'm saying like dealing with it is some bullshit. Really, like you know, getting pulled over and you nervous and shit. Like, bro, I got sorry, babe. I got a ticket. I got my truck back. I was pushing it, trying to get to work. This nigga just got this nigga, his shit back. <laughs> this police officer stepped out in the middle. Like, I'm going 65 in the 30, nigga. What are you doing? You going to get hit. Move. He's, he put his life on the line. Luckily, my brakes didn't go out. They, they stopped because he would have been out of there. Like, for real. I feel like that's very dangerous for you police officers to step out. Front. Okay. Not going on attention. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. I get pulled over. It's a white cop. My hands are shaking, bro. Why are my hands shaking? You know what I'm saying? Like, why are my hands shaking, bro? Why is it? Why is it? Why am I nervous to pull my fucking ID out? Like, why am I nervous? DWB. You know what I'm saying? All I was doing was speeding. Driving while black. All I was doing was speeding, bro. Why am I shaking? You know what I'm saying? So that's what I mean by it's bullshit. Cause it's like it's added stress. Everything we do is added stress. As I said earlier, nigga, we gotta work harder than them. Facts. You know, and then after you work hard, somebody else might reap the benefits, and that's a risk that you always got to take when you go hard. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it ain't all doom and gloom to be black because it's great, nigga. This is Man. great. Can't nobody they they Man. they put that on us because we're capable of doing it, right? And at the same we're time, I don't even it. look at it like okay. <laughs> It's all them, bro. Just like you saying, it's it's us too. Yeah, it's we us have to too, get better bro. as a people. You know, they be on our, they be on us, nigga. As the people, bro. But shit, being black to me, bro, it means I got the opportunity to do something that's never been done before. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like I'm, I'm I'm trying my best to break all stereotypes of what they think we are. You know what I'm saying? I'm college educated. I'm married, and I got two kids, and I'm been both of their life for the rest of their life. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not, I'm not gonna fit into any type of mold they try to put me into. You know what I mean? Like, I know street shit. I know, you know what I'm saying? Book spirit. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever way you want to take it, like we can take it there. You know what I mean? Like, you're not about to play me. So like, for being black for me, bro, I'm, I'm just trying to be the best version of us to put forward. You know what I mean? Like, you're not gonna play us if you're coming through me. Cause I can, I can hit you with book shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can hit you with street shit. Like whatever you want to take it, we can take it there. I think um, it's plenty of those out there, like that that archetype. It's just not being put to the forefront. Right. Like my first job, first like paying job was like working for a city councilman, black dude, Tanel oh, Atkins. Yeah, Shout out to yeah, you. Remember that? Like yeah, it's man. the it's the it's stuff like that. Like it's really like successful black people out there. Like it's not being pushed to the forefront. Oh, like yeah. Me, what it means to be black to me mm-hmm. it means to be powerful. It means to be stylish, creative. It, very, 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 very creative. Proud, prideful. 
It's just it's just something about being black that you you can't explain it the way we walk, the way we talk, the way we carry ourselves. Shit too. It's like we provide the culture in this country. If you took if you took us out of the country, it's like Swiss cheese. Like it's just Facts. regular, you know what I'm saying? Regular degular. <laughs> like like for real though. So what kind of cheese is mayo it everywhere. Is it like like pepper jack? No, pepper jack fire. I mean That's right. what I'm saying. You take us away, it's Swiss. 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 Well, like so, basic ass American cheese. No, it's like, government cheese, nah, nigga. It's bro, government it's, brock cheese. It's some square ass cheese, like that the big cheese. ass block of bell beef. Yeah, nigga. Uh, no, it's that else? cheese that you melt, and then if you don't stir it after a while, it's, it's going to solid up. The nigga. Edge, Even right. if it's still on the, on the uh, fire. Yeah, but so respectfully, <laughs> though, I feel like, and one thing I don't like about this is that um, to a certain extent, we are the entertainment. Like, we dominate most, like, football, basketball. We dominate those sports. I feel like we dominate the music industry. There are other races that make phenomenal music, but if you ask what's the meat and potatoes of the music industry, me, I'm going to say it's us. We dominate the TV screen. We we provide the culture. When I think black, I think culture. I think power, dominance. I think that type of stuff. Um, Actually, I think intelligence too. We're very, very smart. We can articulate ourselves very well. I love seeing black educated brothers and sisters like college, like you college educated. I love seeing that. It's just not being pushed to the forefront. Instead, they choose to show um, gang violence. Yeah, gang, with gang related activity. They yeah. make Chicago look like the fucking middle of Arab or yeah. Iraqi or some shit like that. Like, bro, it's beautiful parts of Chicago. They like, do it to Africa. Like, bro, they. Like, bro, if, if you went on huh? media itself, you would think Africa is some just strictly war-torn country that's, like, child soldiers and motherfucking generals and shit kidnapping people, bro. Oh, yeah, you got a couple but of villages like, pushing off a dollar seventy-five on rice and beans. I mean, yeah, that's facts. It's, it's of course, but it's like, it's just like America, bro. It's, it's yeah. literally the same. Like, it's not exactly the same, but it's kind of the same. Like, bro, it's shitty parts and it's great parts of any country. You know what I mean? Like, and that's what fucked me up. It's like, bro, like, when I was looking back into this shit, like, I saw some uh, little picture, like, post or whatever. I wish I can bring it back up now, but I couldn't find that shit. But it's like, uh, with the Holocaust victims, Germany had to pay them. With, like, Jews or whatever, like, in different parts of the world, Israel will pay for you to go to, like, to Palestine to visit. It will pay for you to move there. Or whatever, but I like, I wish we had that type of opportunity with Africa, like where they'll pay for you to visit Africa to visit where you oh, come man, from. Nigga, I'm telling you right now, they paying for me to go to Israel. You ain't Jewish, nigga. Man, I don't give a fuck. I'm not gonna go to Africa. I'm gonna go to Israel, nigga. <laughs> you rather go to Israel over Africa? Yes, I want to go to the, the bro. Israel is like one of the like I'm not all the, the 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 religion. You know what I'm saying? That's like the origins. You know what I'm saying? I want to go experience that the temples and all that stuff over there, bro. Like I was just, but you're not yeah, bro. Huh? It's not your origins. You're not, not getting flew out, basically. No, but it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's based. It's out. based from that region. I mean, it's it's, it's based from bro, Africa, Egypt, Africa Israel, is all that stuff. The origin of everything. Pan America, African is the Africa is the origin of everything. I know. Well, I'm you know just saying. saying so like, let's make sure we clear on that. But religion, that, that's cool. is from over in that 
that, that, that part. That uh, whole part. It's the whole that we, whole. We can go way back because this Mesopotamia is different. You know what I'm saying? We can we can we can go far back and really get into the history of this shit. But, I'm just uh, saying, man. I'm just I'm nah, just, I dig it. Like if you want to go to Israel, I mean, if you they paying, I'm just saying, if the nigga paying me to go to Dubai, so if they say, hey, bro, you going to Dubai? You want to go to Africa? Where you going? It's not Dubai. It's Palestine. It's like the middle of the fucking desert. So you going to Dubai? It's not. It's not Dubai. What? Dubai? Dubai is a completely different place. What are you talking about? Palestine. With the water and shit? Palestine. I ain't got to say, I didn't say nothing about Palestine. I said if they tell you to go to Fuck the, yeah, I'm going Okay, Dubai. that's Come what on, I'm saying. What this is exactly is what I'm saying, bro. That's what I'm saying. So don't but be getting at me if I don't want to go to Africa, but, if I want to go to Time out. Because I would definitely pick Cape Verde over fucking Dubai. Right, Cape Verde go. is I'm sorry. beautiful, nigga. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get food. Man, I'm gonna make sure. Facts. <laughs> Facts. If any, we got any donors, nigga, any sponsors. For I need real. me, I need me a sugar mama. <laughs> you know what I'm Fly me out. My bad. We got, we getting, we getting off of it, bro. Fly me out. Bad. So I got, um, baby, I love you. Why I got, I, I got another. I'm hit y'all with, um, as we get into the, the deep conversation about, it, um, do you think the black leaders of yesterday will be happy with where we are today? They probably like, man, what the fuck? What happened? Man, what did we do? And they'd be like, hey, where, uh. Where's Jesse Jackson at? You remember, <laughs> you remember, you remember that. But hold on, Boondocks did the episode. Yes, bro. Martin Luther King came back. He's like, "What is wrong with yeah, you?" I, matter of fact, I need to. I need, what I, the fuck go is going on with all go you people? I think the first thing they'll notice is the lack of leadership. First and foremost, I think it's ignorant. Like a real void of voices, especially like black voices. Um, since Obama left, I don't know. I don't know, like what I say about Obama, like what I felt, I f- it felt, it felt good for that eight years. It just felt good. Mm. I, I'm, I don't know if he was a leader to some more than he was to That's others. A, uh, I don't know how much change he could really provide as much as he thought he would be he able was, to. He was limited, bro. He, he was, was capped. Definitely. But maybe he knew that going in, but he still just said, "I just got to get this done." But like I said, I gotta, it did. Somebody got to be the first. Yeah, it did. Feel, it did feel good, but I just feel like we all void of a lot of leadership. I ain't getting no extra money from this nigga. I'm so not even know. trying to like. I don't no, it it feels it like I don't want to say it's not it's a it's a lack of leadership because it it is like black voices out there that's trying to spread messages, but they're not they being the they're not being, they're not being pushed though. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to take credit away from like actual people in the communities that's doing stuff for like the young boys and girls of color. I don't want to take, but unfortunately, we don't really know them. That's that's, that's the problem. But it's also tough because it's like. We weren't alive during the Martin Luther King era, Malcolm X era. I mean, era. So were they the voices that they were before they got killed? Because it seemed like the more prevalent your voice is, the more you are heard and recognized, and your your messages are reached is yeah. when you die. Like, nah, I think I think I think he I think his voice was heard before because he wouldn't have got assassinated. But that's what I'm saying. Like he was reaching that point, but of course, post his death is gonna reach the masses. You know what I mean? Like before that, like maybe he was being heard, but they kept him before he got to get mm-hmm. what he needed to do. Like, it seems like that's what happens when with black leaders. Like maybe they are in that position now, where it's like, I don't want these niggas to kill me. Like I want to, I want to be able to spread this message, but at the same time, they ain't gonna fuck around and kill me once I start getting. To like a certain number of people, and like like real change starts to happen. You know what I mean? So like, I feel like yeah, there are black voices, but I don't know if they are ever gonna reach those same type of Malcolm X, Martin Luther King levels because they just not gonna let them do it. 
So let me ask you this then. What I said would, would be apparent if they were like, if anybody was to come back and see where we are with the lack of leadership, what's something else that you would see that can be pointed out to where like, hypothetically speaking, say Martin Luther King, just say he came back, just for the sake of hypothetical, say he came back and made like a little list. What would be another point to something he could go to and point out and be like, what is this? What's going on here? Like Honestly, a bad thing or a good thing? Uh, a bad thing. It's a bad oh, thing. I think well, thing. I think the way the way we are as a culture has kind of sh- changed as well. It's like, you know, back then, they wore suits and shit all the time. They pr- they wanted to, their appearance to per- be presented as, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't. That was presentable back then. Yeah, like, yeah, you know? facts. That's mm-hmm. facts. Bro, my daddy still do that, bro. I, all he's the from time. that era, though. Still you know what I'm saying? Do that, bro. They, wore, they wore suits. They were suited and booted, they, and they never wowed out in public. It was never no, like, like they had fun or whatever, but it was always within the comfort of the black culture. It was never they was never gonna see black people acting a fool out in public. You know what I mean? Like never doing TikToks and no goofy shit like that. Like I mean, I feel like that the whole TikTok shit would be. Martin Luther King was like, bro, what the fuck? You were sitting in front of your phone doing these dances and all this goofy why shit. Why you not? Why you not reading? Oh, educate, like, educate yourself, educate, bro. So it's like, bro, like, yeah, we. <clears throat> We we've kind of lost the drive to progress, like you were saying, yeah. like where we kind of kept it. Where it's like we've lo- we've kind of lost the drive to progress because it's more self indulgence now at this point. I like, think we chose to start surviving more than trying to progress. Progress, because if you look at, but it's also like, like yeah. it's, it's self indulgent, bro. It's yeah. like you know what I'm saying. Like if I can gain this amount of followers, I can gain this for myself and my family. Which is, it is important. It's kind of the most important thing. You take care of your family, you take care of home, then you worry about everybody else. But at the same time, it seems like it's never a, a, that move to worry about everybody else. It just becomes strictly about you and yours. But is it kind of because we eating off the fruits of their label? Because if you think oh, about yeah. it, we don't have to go outside. We could go wherever we want to go and do whatever yes. we want to do. We're yeah. not segregated. Yes. I could use the same bathroom as him. She can use the same bathroom as her. We can eat in the same places, yeah. drink in the same places. Like, we all got this, even like technology. We could just sit in our homes, entertain ourselves. We don't have to worry about these type of things. They had to worry about these things. Exactly. They had to worry how they were going to live their life, how they were going to move, how they were going to go from point A to point B. They had to, worry about, they had to worry about these type of things. We don't have to worry about these type of things. And therefore, it probably made us a little lazy and a little content. So that drive to push ourselves further may not be there no more. Is is that's it's definitely a lack because like you like I said, we eating off the fruits of their labor, their hard work. They put in all the marches, all the protests, protesting, all the speeches that they put in. We eating off that, and therefore it made us lazy. I think that's that's very glaring. That'll be very apparent if somebody was to see that. That'd be like like maybe they'll look down upon us, be very disappointed at how we act. I can say this though, like it's like we more reactionary than pro action. You know what I mean? Like when stuff go wrong, when motherfuckers is getting killed by the police and stuff like that. Yeah, we we do marches and stuff like that. But we on the day to day, once the time passes, like the you know, like when, once the people have forgotten about the Freddie Grays, the Falindo Castiles, and you know what I'm saying? Like even the most recent dude got killed uh, for no lock more. They knocked. I mean, they uh, busting his crib. And he was sleep on the couch, but he had a gun, so they ended up shooting him because, and the warrant wasn't even for him. So 
So it's like, bro, like when that stuff happened, we in action. We all about the action. But once we forgot about it and memory pass, like time passes or whatever, then there's no action. We just going by the day to day. They were the ones that was like, nah, bro. <laughs> like that was the generation where it was like, even if nobody's just being killed like in mass media, we working, we grinding. So I feel like that'll probably be something that they more disappointed in. It's like that it don't take it didn't take big things for them to, you know what I'm saying, feel like they need to make progress. It was like day to day. They it don't matter what time of the year it was. Yeah. Or how many people was being killed, they was like, Bro, we gonna get this done. But that's the era we live in. We live in a microwave era. When it's hot and it's trending, it's hot and it's trending. You could scroll down your timeline and see some like police brutality. Some wrong action against your brothers and sisters. You might feel it might it might um it might get you in a way. You might want to march. You might want to protest. You might want to start um getting active. But then again, you keep scrolling. You can see some sports, some music, and your you attention. Your attention is is just gone. Like it's, it's a microwave era. When it's hot, it's hot. You know. It's a fact. But, but, I, but you know what you think. You I, know? I feel like to go back to the other question. I don't, I think it's gonna tie in. It is. If they, if if Martin Luther King came back and looked, I think he would be happy, because it's harder for us to judge progress than it is for them that was really in it to judge that progress. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he come back, we might be like, "Yo, man, this some bull," and he might be like, "Yo, hold on, nigga, you sure?" Because uh, back in my day, nigga, we couldn't even order, we couldn't even be in Olive Garden or. We couldn't be here or we couldn't ride on the, you know what I'm saying? We so couldn't vote. We couldn't, we couldn't vote. do this. So it's like, he'll probably look at the vote and be like, dang, they still, they still hoing y'all? You know what I'm saying? That, yeah, but it's a. We're able to do more. Yeah. They, so I feel like they, they would have a better report card, a progress report than we could even possibly fathom. We ain't. I think they would we, we reaping off of the generation in between the two, right? To where we ain't even really just we, I, I know I think my mom knew they probably experienced that firsthand. We didn't really. I, well, I don't know. I've had my experiences, but not nothing crazy. They they had like firsthand experience getting sprayed with water, all that kind of shit. So, you know nah, what I'm saying? Yeah, nah, I ain't had that. I mean, I've had my my incidents with rates of expensive being in commerce, bro. It's white people galore out there, nigga. Like, well, we got pulled over that day. Going to a like, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> a, mile away, a mile away, bro. Let's just say we were out and about, and we <laughs> were going a mile away. My great grandmother, allegedly, my great grandmother, she's tipping up on ninety. I know for a fact she went through some things. I know for a fact, but yeah. I mean, bro, like I, I would say, just like you saying, like they. They would be proud of the access to what we have and the abilities that we have, but I don't think they would be proud of us what we've done with them this age. Like, I mean, just because we, okay, we, we can don't say have this. to drive. On they, based on what they went through and their standards, yes, we have we have came a long way. But our standards, nah. We come, I mean, even within our lifetime, bro, I feel like we've come a long way. Within our lifetime, we'll know when they legalize weed. But what's up, bro? What we got, Marcus? This is you. I mean, this is federally recognized by most people. <laughs> yeah, like, bro, it's, it's, it's state. That's state it's, shit. It's up now, yo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's more of a state. Like Texas. I don't. Hey, bro. 
Once they can tax it the way they want to, the shit coming. Once these old white people that's in office, Cause die out. <laughs> this this shit coming. They decriminalized it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I, 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 they, they, they passed a law where they kind of decriminalized. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm they like, did. Yeah, they I'm about in Texas. No, they, they didn't decriminalize it. They just made like CBD and like medical stuff like that. Like medical access to it. Yeah, medical access yeah. to it. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, like at some point it's gonna get there, bro. Yeah, like, get when these understand. old white people die, we'll get there. Well, to sum it all up, though, um, they could see how we're doing. Maybe they'll be happy, like you said, that we we're able to do more. In other, but in other um, situations, they could be disappointed. With what we've done with the opportunities that we are granted. So yeah, that's just pretty much to sum it up. Exactly. Um, Good the job, next bro. thing we got, uh, oh, uh, how, how do y'all think? Black athletes are viewed in today's society. It's a lot like you were saying, bro. We are viewed as the entertainment, bro. It's shut up and dribble <laughs> type shit. It's crazy you, know, you said that. That's all I can think about. Seriously, bro. Like it's shut up like, and entertain me. Exactly, bro. Like yeah, uh, black issues. It's real, but nigga, play basketball. <laughs> like just stick to basketball, bro. Like you know what I'm saying. Like once this whole blind Flores thing came up, bro, it showed you like. It was more, it showed you, bro. It was more like, shit, okay, that's that's cool. It really is an issue, but I ain't trying to hear that shit, bro. Like, you lost, so, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Go ahead. Like, I don't mm-hmm. believe it's, like, uh, inherent racism within the sports or whatever, but it really is, bro. It's like, bro, we've had what? Since the, the run rule, if I'm not mistaken, we've had, like, 12 black coaches, or some shit like that. Like even now, it's only two, three black coaches. Mm-hmm. Lovey Smith, uh, old Brian Flores did get hired as a uh, as, yeah. assistant, which is crazy. He got uh, dropped down from a head coach to a linebacker coach. I mean, he did get on the staff with Mike Tomlin. Maybe just that he knows somebody that has his that can have his back. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe that means more to him than a head coaching position where you just kind of out on the limb because it's so right. fast. He could go somewhere and fail, then we right he right back where he started. At least with Mike Tomlin, or out my perspective on it, somebody that could have his back. But it's crazy because it's what it was nine head coaching opportunities, and two black coaches were hired. Which I don't really know if Mac McDon Mac, McDaniel's is black. You don't really look black to me, <laughs> but apparently <laughs> he's mixed. So I, I don't is? know. Mike McDaniel's who, who hired for the uh, Miami? Who? He was. He was yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's the uh he was the office coordinator for San Francisco and he got hired on as the head coach for Miami. How many Mexican head coaches do we have? One, right? Rivera in Washington? Me let me do my mental Rolodex. Two? I think homie from Tennessee. Nah, Brable is white. Oh, okay. Well hey, look. Brable is white. I don't hear no I don't hear them at that's the thing, though. You know bro. what I'm saying? Like, we, I understand. Like, look, I, I understand. We make we up majority of the league. I know. We have 60% of the league. We have 67 percent of the league. I got you, bro. If we there's need a process. More representation. There's a process to being the head coach. There's a process to um, to making a decision to go into coaching. I don't think a lot of those. It's and we talked about it, bro. Yeah. I feel like there's there's not enough of them coming up in the coaching rankings, right? Like. You don't have enough dudes on teams, on coaching staffs that you're really trying to, you know, push up. I think we had what mm-hmm. Bouchard, 
Right? They had they had them gassed up Where for is a he? good while. And we don't even know. Exactly. We don't even know. They were talking about giving this man a head coach position, but were they really gassing him up just so that they can appease the rule? There are 40, You hear what I'm saying? There are forty percent forty percent of NFL staff is black. The NFL assistant coaches. Forty percent. So six percent everything else. Forty percent. Forty percent is more than enough of a forty percent. But what is the staff? What are we talking about? Like special Assistant teams? Coaches. We talking about like that's, yeah, but you got like you got like a running back coach, you got exactly. like a cornerback coach, but, but you got like defensive coordinator and all other stuff. Eric Bieniemy, bro, we t- we had this talk, bro. Eric Bieniemy has been the assistant, uh, the offensive Why coordinator. Why can't he get a job? Can't get a job. Has been interviewed for Denver, I think Chicago. Well, what if this nigga's a terrible interview? It don't matter what he interview like though. Uh. It does not matter. That shit does not matter. When if, it comes but to if, football, that nigga knows the X's and O's. Okay. That's then, most important. And that's the thing. He might be a terrible interview for a fucking middle-aged white dude. Yeah. He could be a terrible interview. But think about that, bro. But he knows, he knows how to coach the game. He knows how to interact with the players because the offense, Kansas City offense has been in the top rankings for five years consistently yeah. since he's been the offense coordinator. Nah, you're right. So it's like, bro, I don't give a fuck what he interview like. What can he can he coach? Can does his shit work? And it works. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there are there are black assistant coaches and people skill position coaches that are in positions to where they need the opportunity. That's just it, bro. Like when they get the opportunity, even if it's the opportunity to fail, bro, like maybe they can't. Maybe they will fail. We don't know, but we but. The fight is always going to be, oh, we just need the opportunity to show that we going to fail. If we fail, then we fail. Yeah, that's true. You can't argue right. that shit. Are you right? I just, I don't, I think that the owners, and we talked about this, the owners, bro, is not a, a high turnover. Owners. It's not a turnover on owners like that, bro. That's like, facts. They it, it's been the same, it's been the same owners since... Probably to start, probably good. To, what sixty percent of them jokers probably still around? Maybe, maybe forty. Yeah, it's a, it's a, well, I want to say, I want to say in the last twenty years, it ain't been too many changes. Probably just about three, three, three or four of them Jones. You know, as far as owner changing. But if you still got a lot of these old heads that got the, the that the the same mentality they've been having since they've been on the team back in the sixties and fifties and shit, you know, you're not you're not gonna get. Anything different as far as the hiring process? They're gonna come up with bullshit as rules. Like, what is it called? What is it called? The what? What is it? The, the where they gotta hire a couple? Oh, they gotta interview a black coach. The Rooney Rule. Yeah. So it's that's a you know that's bullshit. That was just a way for them to you know appease whoever. What, what was his name? Jesse Jackson that was on their behind or whoever was on black civil right dude was on them. So they just came up with that, and that didn't do really do anything but make things worse. Because now it's like, hey, we're giving y'all an out where you can just interview the dude. You ain't got to hire him. But, hey, man, just talk with the guy, man. Just buy him some dinner. You know what I'm saying? Treat him to the best chicken you could possibly treat him to and go on about your business. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's what it was. Like, here, get on out of here, nigga. Like, no, bro. Like, that's not substantial, bro. That rule was bull. Y'all not the same owners. They're not trying to do anything. They're not trying to fix anything. Right? That's why coaches get paid a certain amount in the players because they know if one NFL owner pay a coach $15 million, nigga, the next nigga going to get paid the same thing, right? I know I'm going off, but I'm just saying, like, it's the same homies that's running the league, right? They not 
they're not going to change until they change. The league's not going to change until we change them, until they make that decision to say, okay, we're going to get this dude an opportunity. We're going to get this person an opportunity. Like, how many black owners is in the NFL? None. None. Weren't they trying to buy the Panthers, though, a few years ago? Yes, they were, and they, and they didn't let them have it. They didn't let them do it. They had the money, so why couldn't they do it? You know what I'm saying? Goes back to I, I, I've heard that uh, – Byron Allen is in the position to buy the Broncos, or somebody is up. For sale. Hey, if that happens, bro, that's fire. That's something that's that's a necessity. But we come on, bro. We, we need yeah, more we need black that. owners because then you are able to get more black GMs, mm-hmm. more black executives. So we hope. They hopefully. So hopefully. we hope. How many? Hopefully. How many? How many black owners is it in the fucking NBA? Two. Who's the other one? You got D Wade. You got owner, right? Yeah, got, Jordan. I mean, of yeah. course, it, uh, most owners are really kind of amalgamation of uh, multiple people. It's not just I'm saying the face of it, like your face, the face. Because even like, George started out as a partial, as a partial owner, owner then he, he went to yeah. Part. I mean, I'm like that. But that's what I'm saying. Like that, they, even in the <laughs> NBA, that's like progressive. Like that, we have made more we progress in, and that it's still just two, uh, three, two. NBA owners that's black, right? So it's yeah. it's a yeah. it's we, a lot more foreign. Owners. Yeah, don't it's Usher own part of the Cavaliers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess yeah, right. we we not doing that. It's tough to do that. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, all right, bro. I mean, yeah. The the thing about it is with the NFL, it's not really too many like ownership groups. It's more like this dude. Yeah, owns it was like it. this dude owns and then it's gonna go down to his family and it's gonna pass down through the generations like the Joneses and the, like the, the Raiders and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, like, so it's like with the NBA, it's more like okay, five niggas get together and yeah. buy a team type shit. Yeah. And one of them might be black. But it's more like you see it's more I don't know. It's just more like GM positions, more black GMs. Like you, you, you saw jury like that. You see how that nigga has been rocking the success he's had within the position that he's in. Yeah. Niggas recognize that within the, like the NFL. I mean the NBA. They not limit to him or just like kind of pushing him off into a corner by himself. He, they giving him opportunities and he's successful. He's been. He was successful at OKC. He's successful now in Raptors. And also, I want to make sure I give my credit because I said the Raptors was, was going to be in the playoffs. Well, that's on it. Shut up. All right. But look. <laughs> see, but the, the only way for the view of the athletes, of an athlete to change, well, not the only way, but one of the ingredients that goes to making it better would be for, like, you know, we, we have a little bit of a, a just in the ownership as far as, it ain't even got to be black, man. We just got to get, you know, some some more some, people yeah, willing to get hire more, black more, yeah. coaches and executives. I don't even want to say that, bro. I just want them to hire the best possible person for the job. It ain't got to be black, but let's just make sure that we're doing everything, that we, we're doing our due diligence, right? Because maybe it's a pool issue. See. Maybe it's a talent scout. Maybe, talent scout. maybe it's like a... Cause you know, like you got free agency, bro. Like on two K, and they show all these niggas stats and all this other stuff. Maybe it's something like that these niggas missing that they need to, to 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 watch and like show a progression of a coach from where he was from here to there, and like the criteria and all that stuff, just to kind of track it. That's the only way that you can really fix something okay. like that is let to me, put everybody on the on the scale let me put and in greater. Like let me put it like this: two coaches, right? Same qualifications. 
five years coaching offensive coordinators and shit like that. You know what I mean? Just Twelve and five, five years straight. One's white, one's black. Mm-hmm. All the same qualifications. Which one do you think is gonna get hired? All right, I'm gonna ask you a question. You no, 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 no! I'm not gonna ask. I'm not. I'm finna mute you. Mute. Mute. Marcus, finna ask you a question. He really He's muted. muted you. I muted him. Yes, I muted this nigga. Marcus, I'm gonna ask you a question. Right, and it's which a which a which a business? Right, you, you hiring, you hiring your person. Bro, hold up! I'm gonna get to it. I'm gonna get to it. All right, bro. I'm gonna. Okay. What What was it again, bro? Same qualifications, same experience. Both office no, coordinators, I, twelve and five, five. And in order for me to give you my answer, I have to ask answer. this okay. man a question. Okay. That's why I okay. muted you because this is what I was trying to avoid. Okay, you. This bullshit. Yeah, he had to get that about. Hey, this nigga wild, bro. Hey, hey, homie. Never gave you niggas <laughs> money. Never gave you niggas money. Hey, look. Okay, I all right. do it. All right, all right, all right. No, he's he's unmuted, up? but what's good, Marcus? All right. So you hiring somebody to drive your truck and your truck downs, right? Mm-hmm. You got, like he said, same qualifications, same dudes qualified, right? But you you interviewing a man, and you and his white dude is something about him. It just not clicking. They got the you got the same. They got the same criteria. They did everything right. Probably about you know three or four years more experience. But the way y'all talking and, and interacting with each other, it don't pick up and vibe with you, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say you go with the black dude, and he got lesser qualifications and stuff, but y'all vibe is different. And you like you know what? I think I can trust this dude. I think I can trust this dude over that dude, right? Are you being racist or are you going with your best judgment? You got to go with the best judgment. You got to go with your best judgment. It's a, um, it's a situation where at the end of the day, you don't, you only interviewing these two people. You don't know them personally, but the, the plan is to build a relationship. Build a relationship. And I with feel them. like, like you said, with the black dude, the vibes will be better. The vibe will be so better. if there's any like, um, it's a situation where, like, real communication comes up. I feel like we should be able to talk it out. Right. Communication should be When key. I got to hold you accountable, I can yeah. hold you accountable. We can have an honest knowing, conversation. Yeah. yeah, knowing that knowing that the um, knowing that I can hold you to it and it's not going to be something else with it because I have a comfort level with you. So when you got these older guys, these older white dudes that's really only been used to hiring or vibing or having that communication of peace where they feel more comfortable with holding somebody accountable and being able to do their job as an owner, right? They're going to feel more comfortable with hiring something like that, right? Because, you know what I'm saying, they 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 kept. So when you ask me, hey, different qualifications, I feel like it's a tad bit, a little bit more because in that interview, I'm asking, I'm, I'm, I'm more than just your coaching abilities, but how... Because I'm paying you my millions of dollars to you, right? So how are we going to vibe? How are we going to, huh? You're making billions. You know, I got you. But I'm just saying, like, I'm, but I'm, I got you. But I'm, it's still off my mind. It's off of my shit that I, in my mind, I put these niggas, I drafted these. I paid the guy to draft these guys. I paid the guy to do this, my shit. That's facts. Right. I mean, 
to be honest, it, it, it's like you're saying because it's been that the way. Owners, for years. Yeah, and that and that's the it's, problem. But at the same time, it's like, bro, you you're not really gonna get the same vibe because of you have way completely different circumstances. But just like you said, if you if you basing this off of his ability to lead men, which is all the coach is really supposed to do, time management and leading their team to victories. So if I got a twelve and five record, he got a twelve and five record. We both been been through the same shit. But you only speaking from the football aspect of it. You're not looking at it from its totality. That's what I'm saying, bro. It's it should also it kind of should just be off the football, bro, because. Can I lead these men? That's the main thing. Can I lead you to where your ultimate goal is? If everybody's ultimate goal is the Super Bowl and I can get you there, then what the fuck I'm talking about in this interview really shouldn't matter that much. Eric Bieniemy has proven that he is a capable coach. If he is given the opportunity, I think he will prove that as well. A lot. A lot of they say he's a terrible interview, just like you're saying. They they said the word has come out that he's not interviewing great with these owners, but it's hard for him as a middle aged black man to relate to a senior citizen ass white dude. Yeah, exactly. Nineteen fucking twenty gonna, thirty or some shit. It's not. This is not going to relate. It's just not possible it's, for the. It's a gap to, for you know for what to relate. Like the things that he may find more interesting, the things that he chooses to highlight, <laughs> might not resonate with him. But at the same time, this nigga has had like a top five offense for five years straight. So what the fuck I'm talking about in this interview? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Can yeah, I do right. my job successfully? It's most important. Well, we got to think. A lot of these guys didn't get rich off of the NFL team. Oh, no. They yeah. bought these teams as hobbies to have something to that's, have fun with. That's fact. Right? Can you say so, that, though? Huh? No, that's fact. Can you say that, though? Not all. Not all. Oh. But, but majority, majority, a good majority of them, got rich and bought they them. was already, they already had money you know and they saying? bought the team because like, like Jerry Jones bought, bought into the team, right? He bought the team, but Probably he was, our, he already had his He's passionate money. about football. He is yeah. passionate about football, yeah. but not every owner is passionate about football. He ain't gave black people opportunities too much. How many, how many, <laughs> how many black you know what I'm they got head coaches we had on the Cowboys? You can hang it up. We know okay, we it's not finna. We them niggas can even kneel, right? But we we blew old. Everybody blew that that over because it's the Cowboys, hold just on, like this other on, stuff. They I feel like blew past we gotta, it. We got to get back on the freeway though. About, my bad. We apologize, about, guys. About about how um, athletes. <laughs> Damn, yeah, we, we got we went far, bro. How do, how you should have run us in a long time ago. Bro. I mean, I'm I mean, sorry, if I'm the sorry. content is is there, then who? Nah, am I'm I? messing with you, bro. You know, it's much care, love. I don't care. We the tangent kings. It's that's, that's it's what it is. Tangent, tangents for <laughs> the record. That's what I'm saying. So it's like about the black athletes in today's society. I feel like um, they use their platform to get off whatever. Like especially like a um, LeBron. I think sometimes. This, oh, my bad. I ain't, I ain't no, no, do you think? Do you think? kind of just uh, kind of brought up a point to me. There, there's a significant difference between the NFL and the NBA, right? But with being a black athlete, what would be their difference to you? Uh, the visibility. Visibility. Um, the position that we play and the positions that get paid the most is a little kind of out wet. I think in the in I think the true difference is um, the mobility factor. How how more freely 
and how much more control NBA players have over the NFL. Like you said, they do get paid more. That's finna change. They kind of get to dictate. I do think. I do think something is finna happen. Somewhere change. The owners are gonna try to get more yeah. leeway. Maybe if it's putting some of these contracts that you just can't up and leave when you feel your situation isn't working out for you. I do feel like they may be. I, and I could be wrong, but I do feel like they are conjuring up a grand scheme to make sure that the like, the mobility is lessened to a degree. Because I do think, I think that. Uh, when all of a week, all of, we, 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 uh, we got that for the sports shit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah my bad. It. Yeah, but no, no, it's facts, it's facts. But uh, but as far as far as they view, I do think it's it's more so entertainment. I do think they uh get their opinion once some things happen. As far as like uh, in the community of the police brutality, yeah, I'm not saying they're not reaching out. Um, but do y'all would y'all say they're um some of those guys are. See, and this is another thing. I don't want to discredit anybody because I know some guys have some prominent charities. They really do work in the community. But do you feel some are more distant because they're so high up? You mean athletes? Yeah, do you think some of them? No, bro, I think they're in tune. This, this, these, the athletes of, of now are a little bit more in tune with what's going on when they're in their communities where they came from. Um, they're a little bit more vocal. And they're not as afraid to um, speak up on things to, you know, because they're not worried about losing their brand or losing money or any of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? They just, they, they, they free to speak and to go and to do whatever they feel they need to. So that's why, it's, to me, you know, that's, that's, that's where it is. Hmm. My, uh, my concern was what, if they, um, what they, what they, um, were they too high up though? Um, nah, I don't think they too high up, bro. They way more connected than they were. You got a lot of more programs, a lot more stuff that's happening in the community from these athletes, bro. I, yeah, I think in the last twenty years, bro, they've been a lot more uh, interactive with in their communities. I do believe that because you see a lot of the work, and it's a lot of things uh, that go un unheard, unsaid that uh, behind the scenes. Whether it be like, you know, giving hand to hand, whether it be a charity we just may not hear about. I do believe in my heart that a lot in my heart that a lot of those guys um they active in their communities and whatnot. But um 'cause like at our church, um Mark Cuban had donated donated money to our church to build our a basketball gym. Real? Yeah. So we we had like a full wood wood court with a scoreboard, glass, backboard, like all it, bro. It was dope, bro. It was dope. But yeah, that's that's my earliest like kind of like memory of just like a like a sports team or something like that reaching out and you know doing something for a church or for a community. They really didn't have to, even if you know they getting something back on the write off. It's just you know it's kind of dope to know that you know we kind of got you know blessed with that. Well, go ahead and end that. Um Actually, this next question, I'm going to let Javon intro it. He came up with the question, and I want him to kind of um, introduce it and kind of elaborate as far as what he means and what it means to him. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Is the fight for equality in sports and life in general gaining ground, or is it being tuned out? Because we kind of in that place where it feels like, 
white people don't necessarily want to hear about it, it being a uh, disadvantage between black people. You know what I mean? Like, they ain't trying to hear that. They like, okay, well, y'all got all these opportunities. Make something of them. But at the same time, it's like, bro, we we just now gaining these opportunities within the last 20 to 30 years, bro. When y'all have had that, 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 that ability for hundreds of years. Like, y'all never had a... a, a separation or a gap between what you could and couldn't do you know what i mean so like are we in a place now where is like the being black gaining ground like you know what i mean like the the black struggle is it gaining ground or is it being tuned out hmm. i don't think it's being tuned out but i think it's being manipulated and shift mm. is it a generation thing to where like like the generation up under us, like I said, with them, it's, it's none of that. It's dead. Yeah. With our generation, it's eh. I feel like we kind of, I don't think that's a problem for us. Maybe the one before us, probably. Mm. I think our age group, the ones, guys up under us, I really don't think race is an issue. It could be being, it could be tuned out. I just feel like. You mean as far as like the athlete? Nah, just, well. It's both for the athlete and the life in general. Yeah. So we, we, can, we can take it whatever, whichever way you want to go with it. You know what I mean? Because with me, I see I see a lot. I mean, y'all not really as online as I am. I know tw- Marcus is starting to get them Twitter fingers, boy. He been on For real? I ain't. For real, you been on I get the notifications that they can be on. Nah. Twitter is like on the, the gym's Twitter? Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's all okay. I got. Okay. Yeah. I love Twitter. I ain't got yeah, I love Twitter. I'm finna follow us, bro. I'm finna follow Twitter us. Is- Fire, hey man, yeah. Uh, follow us at Jim's uh, for the record. Twitter, we are Twitter. on Twitter. We on TikTok. We hey are on Facebook. Follow your boy oh, Eli, man. Please. Keeping it. Hold on, that keeping is keeping it, Eli. That is yeah. at Jim's FTR underscore uh, podcast. That's at keeping it, Eli. This nigga <laughs> on what? Twitter. You got a Twitter? I've been having a Twitter since like 2010. Mm-hmm. I just don't touch and it. You never got a. <laughs> I don't touch it. That nigga not on Facebook, not on nothing, bro. Oh, let's, let's, shit. Uh, right, let's get back to it. Let's swerve, let's swerve back though. But back. If, as far as you were saying, as far as it being sports in real life, so you saying we, we we think it's both, right? You think it's both? In, in sports and in general, the fight for equality for me is kind of like I don't know. I just just seeing it online, bro. It feels like it's kind of a mix of both. Like there are more people that recognizes that there is a problem. But at the same time, some is a lot of people with voices out there that are loud. You know what I'm saying? They get a lot of uh, attention. They just kind of want to tune it out. Like, oh, it shouldn't be about race. It shouldn't be about color. But, bro, y'all kind of made it this way, bro. Like, once you enslave a whole people, you kind of make it about race, bro. Where you kind of, like, have white supremacy or you come to a whole country and commit genocide against the Native American people that, own this fucking land and he put them on reservations and shit so it's like bro you kind of they made really man they put them, no they put them in oklahoma bro, <laughs> bro. oklahoma bro and the Nigga, crazy, it's like a tornado every 30 minutes bro and the crazy part is it'd it be like they, they they be offended by the fact that like i don't know i just, I just be seeing like i watch little uh videos online on youtube or whatever this place i mean this thing called uh audit the audit like where people get pulled over by the police and whatever and you kind of break down the police situation 
like how the person how the person itself who who been pulled over could have done better and how the cop could have done better and i saw one of them where it was like one of the cops was offended by the fact that reservations have their own set of rules you can't do nothing to them they were offended by that they were like well that's a well, we should be able to go over here because the crewman went over here. And like, bro, this whole shit was theirs. <laughs> like, you can't be offended by the fact that you stuck them on the reservation and finally gave them sovereignty where they can deal with the shit they sell. Yeah. But this whole shit was theirs in the first place. You killed all of them off and put them on wrenches and thought, okay, well, well, now you can't be offended now that these motherfuckers got sovereignty because they owe that. But um, that's a whole tangent. My fault. Tangent kings. We yeah, what talking about? I, pre- I appreciate you representing my people, bro. I appreciate that, bro. Oh no, bro. I'm I'm Native American by blood, bro. You already know this. Me too. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, I don't know, bro. I that's like why I heard so good. Facts. You know what I'm saying? You see this luxury? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Early, nigga. All right, let's go. You know what I'm saying? But nah, uh, I don't know, bro. I feel like the five foot quality has gained ground. But at the same time, it's it's gaining so much ground that they're trying to tune certain shit up. You know what I mean? This is my own personal opinion. Eli, Fort Marcus. Even in like, uh, I remember when uh, I, from a sports aspect, I remember in the bubble, 2020. Um, Man. Was that? I want to I wanna, um, shed light on this correctly. Who was that that got killed in uh, Milwaukee? That was in Milwaukee, right? That was uh, that was right around the time that I know what you're saying. It was a shooting in Milwaukee. I remember that man, that young man named either. It was Blake, Daniel Blake, uh, something. Yeah, it was Blake. It was the Blake shooting. It was uh, oh man, I feel like such a trash ass person, bro. Cause I cannot Not really. You shouldn't feel like a trash ass person. There's too much this, shit going on in the world to keep up with everything, bro. It's happened so much. This is sad, yeah, bro. bro. It's what it is, what it is, man. It's just. Like I said, we know something Jacob happened Blake. in Milwaukee. Jacob Blake. Jacob Blake. Yeah, there you go. Blake. In Kenosha, Blake. Wisconsin. Yeah. But it was also uh, right before that, not too long before that, it was the uh, the the lady who was shot in the house uh, with her boyfriend that was yeah. sleeping in the bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was kind of like the lead up to that, and then Jacob Blake happened in there. Bro, shout outs to, to Giannis, bro. Like, he ain't even from here, bro. That's facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, he ain't even from here. And, and then it all he, started with Milwaukee. It was like, bro, we not they playing just, this they game. Just yeah, decided, we not, yeah, they just bro, decided. Can't do it. And they kind of, I think they kind of caught everybody by storm because it would have been a situation like, if y'all going to do this, like, they just decided to just be proactive and just do it. And when everybody was finding out that they were doing this, now it's time to listen. Okay, what do y'all need? What do y'all want? What is it going to take for y'all to get back on the court? Yeah. I feel like that was a true um, example of it could, things could be gaining ground. But again, then again, at the same time, that's the entertainment. You kind of got to make sure they got what they need yeah, to go. It's out less there. punishment right now. Like that's what I'm saying. Like if it was it's just like millions of dollars on the line. That yeah. if it was just some regular workers, we don't know. We give they, two shits. We Oh, it, that should probably happen every day. We just don't know about it because exactly. they minute. They not, I don't want to say yeah, minute. Like, yeah, it's, it's levels. It's levels too. I apologize. No. You know what I I'm mean, saying? It's like, not that they, they insignificant, but it is like you saying. It's like they not going. Publicize that. Yeah, yeah, there you go. They're not gonna publicize it. There you go. You know what I'm like, but when you got millions of dollars on the line, niggas gonna listen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that one. I was like, I think all all teams across miss one game, including the WNBA. They they miss one game. But just think about the revenue that they lost out on those one games themselves. And even like, just imagine if that was during like actual seasons where motherfuckers come to the game and niggas just decide to not play. 
that's hella money they would have lost out on. So yeah, they listening. <coughs> and plus it's the it's and plus it's the NBA too. So it's like the NBA is more like likely to be with the players than the NFL. Let's say the NFL players try to pull that shit. Or it's not gonna be the same turn. It's less less guaranteed contracts. Seriously. So it's not gonna be the same turnout. The you, leash that they have is so short, it's ridiculous. Seriously. They've yeah. had they've had times where like where they were trying to renegotiate and they brought in like other motherfuckers to play for them. Like yep. janitors and niggas that used to play football like, yep, yep, years yep. ago. So it's like the, the NFL not trying to go for none of that shit. Nah, NBA, I, I respect the NBA. Because even though I love football, the, the NBA kinda it just gets us a lot more, bro. They really do. They understand and they respect the black athlete a lot more than NFL. So this ties into everything we've just talked about. Can we truly complete the mission of being accepted in America as a whole? I feel like this is the summary of this whole docket. I honestly don't know. I truly, truly, and and that's what kind of scares me a little bit, bro, because I have kids and I have to teach them to be black in America. Like, don't get me wrong, like, and it's weird because it's like my kids, even within their own community, I feel like they're going to get kind of backlash because they light-skinned kids with good-ass hair. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they, I remember it was some uh, letter that was wrote during slavery or whatever. I don't know. They were, they were never able to verify if it's real or not, but it was a, a letter that was wrote about kind of, Taming black people, where it was like colorism, black like skinned people against black skin, like darker skinned people. You know what I'm saying? Even online to this day, it's still prevalent. You know what I mean? Like my kids are black, but they light skinned with good ass hair, and they gonna have to deal with it in, in their own community of like dealing with the fact that some darker skinned people are not gonna look at them as black. Yeah, they gonna look at them like, oh, well, you a mixed breed or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Like. And my, and my wife had to deal with that because her mom is her mom mm-hmm. is white and her dad is black. So I mean, like, it's gonna be tough until our own community is accepting of all of us, and we are pushing forward for all of us. It's not just you. It's not just me. It's not just our family. It's our community as a whole. Yeah. Which I think. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but uh, no. No. We will forever be hated. I don't think we'll never be accepted 100% in this country. It's never going to happen, never will happen, in my personal opinion. I just, I just don't see the avenue that'll lead us down that path. I just, I just don't see it. They're going to forever hate us, respectfully. I, don't, I, I just don't see it. Um, <laughs> I, just, I just don't see it, though. We'll never be accepted. They'll forever hate us. Despite us being the culture, the entertainment, if you will, you know, all the style, like everything that makes this country what it is, we definitely have a hand, a, a hand in that. And I just we literally built this country, nigga. Like they'll never, they'll never, they'll never accept yes. us. They'll never love us. That's just the way it is. That's just me. That's my take on it. Like I said, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but we'll never, we'll never be accepted in this country. Not in this lifetime, anyway. Maybe we won't reap the benefits of it. To be honest, I really don't know. Like, I'm on some, like, I don't know if y'all kids even will. Like, I'm just, that's just where where I'm at with it, because. I do feel like racism has died as each generation has passed. Has it died, or has it been suppressed in a way? It's a bit of both. 
To be honest, to, in, my, in my own personal opinion, I feel like it's dying down where it's not necessarily as like, even if it's not necessarily like the racism is dying, it's like they're not necessarily looking at us the same. Like it's not a supremacy thing. Like you're not better than me because you're white. Maybe they just like, okay, well, I have a different opportunity because I'm white. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I, I don't necessarily know if it's dying down, but I feel like each generation is more acceptable of the people that's around them. It's just the people that's around you. If you're around black people, you're going to be friends with them and you're going to love them them personally, but you might have a, a, a prejudiced thought against people that you don't know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a, that's kind of the key with everybody. Like, you might have prejudiced thoughts against people you don't know, but... You just see them and start stereotyping or just start assuming. Exactly. Yeah. People think Chicago is fucking gang city or Compton is the worst shit on earth. Like, you know what I mean? Because you don't know them. You don't be, you don't be in a neighborhood. You don't know, All you know is the propaganda that's pushed towards you. Facts. You know what I mean? So, I feel like each generation has gotten better. I don't know. That's why I say I don't know if the, if the mission is ever complete because, shit, it could be 12 generations from now or two. <laughs> We really don't know. Eli? I think the generation behind us have a stronger belief in the fact that they could change it than we do. Maybe they can. Um, I feel like it kind of got lost in just everything in general as far as um, technology advancing. That was a distraction that pulled us away. Uh, music to a certain extent has pulled us away. Um, so right now we kind of like we have the ability to do it, but we just pulled off a track. Uh, we was too busy trying to survive and make a living for our children instead of teaching them what we really needed to teach them, and that kind of put us in a bad spot. So now the next generation don't know what it is, and it's really up to us. Um, right now to really put what it is that was installed or the, the the bits and pieces that was installed plus what we gauged and learned over time into them so that they have a better understanding staffing understanding and that we light a fire under them that can't be distinguished that can't be put out that they have the power to change because everything right now is to suppress us to keep us from believing that we can do it Right, like all due respect, Marcus, but I, I, I know I was like earlier, like being black is some bullshit, some from time to time, but like you said, it's strength in that shit, and we can't be stopped once we put our mind and our hearts and our soul to the shit. So that's why they got us pulled away, like they do. They got us pulled away in social media. They got us pulled away in sports. They got us pulled away in just everything, everything that we know that's important between our wants and needs. We all arguing and bickering and fighting over it with each other. Right. So once we once we calm it down, once we all center ourselves with each other, have love for each other, care for each other, right? Be for each other, then then we're gonna start growing. And that can happen. It can definitely happen. I see it happening. Like I believe in it. You don't think that um we can balance that out as far as like Teaching them, <laughs> they been Damn, goofy. Epic, like the yellow. They've been goofy with the roadcaster. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't think it's a way we can um we can instill 
like the beliefs of what we need to do and teach thank them you, like thank, what thank we you for um, saying okay as far as far as um installed well i want i want to make my point correct what did you say because I, I it was a question i wanted to ask you for me yeah, I'm trying to remember what you said because I want. I want. I, know, I, I went on. I didn't want. I, I want the ISO. I cutting you off wasn't an option. No, no, he was cooking. That's, I had the button right here ready. That's, that's what I'm saying. I was gonna mute a nigga. Now I'm playing. That's what I'm saying. Um, I really forgot my question. I'm embarrassed. Was you? Was it about? It was a balance of teaching. Of of teaching. That's where I wanted to go. Well, I feel oh, like if you if you saying teaching the next generation, teaching them like um how to like. I got to, we got to teach him, we got to teach, teach him how, how to be first. I got to teach this nigga how to be a person, how to be a man, right? Um, and how to show understanding to others. Because I think, I, I think I keep saying is like, when you have an understanding for somebody, when you have an understanding for what they do, how they do it, and why they do it, then you can react and cook up something to kind of change their perspective or change their mind because you understand how they think. So now you can talk to them. So if we teaching them something, we teaching them how to understand each other. This is how you understand him. This is how you understand your dog. Even though he can't talk, you got to look at his body language. Look how his tail is. Look how his ears drop, right? You, that's how you know where he is. So that just in that, you can teach them those kind of things. So to me, that's, the, that's it. It's just teaching them how to have a better understanding of everything. Uh, not everything, but have to be able to have a to put that understanding out there, to give that ear, to give them a chance, right, and then to know who not to get a chance to, because they might pull a home move on you. You know what I'm saying? But that's a harder than other thing. But you know what I'm saying? Like it's just that's just where it is with it. You, you gotta hit them with that. But uh, all talk your shit, Eli. Talk <laughs> your shit. All in all, this was a. Uh, Something we put together for Black History Month, just some uh, conversations, a little venting in between, just getting some things off our chest, seeing uh, different perspectives on certain things as far as it be sports, the past, where going in the future. This is just something we wanted to um, do for y'all, though, for Black History Month. Uh, Gems for the work of Black History. Yes, sir, man. We, we've, we've, we've been through a lot, man. As a culture, we have definitely been through a lot, man. I, I appreciate the fact that y'all listen to us during this time. I know it ain't it ain't easy being black in America, bro. Seriously, it, it, it really isn't. Like, as much as we want it to be, but, hey, man, the main thing is that we are making progress and we, yeah. we want to continue that progress. We Don't lose continue. the fight. Don't just be reactionary to stop that getting, shit. That's stop happening. getting distracted, man. You know what I mean? Like it, we're it here for each other. It we can't be take, killing each other. It shouldn't take viral videos of police doing a bunch of bullshit to for us to take action. Like if you see shit going on within your job, maybe you see somebody that's just a coworker that's not getting the opportunity that they should. Take that chance to <coughs> excuse me. Yeah. Take that chance to push, you know what I'm saying? Push forward more action. I mean, like, we we won't get there unless we get there together, bro. That's yeah. just the main thing. That's, like, that's the main thing. Like, just like any other community, whether they be black, Asian, white, Hispanic, or whatever, everything that they've gotten, they've gotten it through action together. So, that's the main thing, bro. Love one another. Stop killing each other, main thing, bro. Like, <laughs> I understand it's a bunch of hoe niggas, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, bro, we got to stop killing each other. We we have to, bro. We gotta stop giving them more reasons 
to use to justify shoveling shit in our face, bro. And you know, you gotta you gotta have a message. Uh, we all gotta buy in to each other and the belief that we're gonna be here for each other. I think if it's if it's not something that's a, a, a example of that, it's the thing. It's what we're doing right now, the three of us. You know, we have our we butt our heads, but we all gotta set our egos and everything to the side to make sure that we're doing what we gotta do mm-hmm. for this. Man. You know what I'm saying? So we if it's a if we at odds, we conversate, we call each other, we communicate, we show each other understanding, right? That's how we get by. That's how we move and we grow and we build each other up, right? Facts. That's so, how we made it through Fifteen years of friendship, twelve years of friendship. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we, uh, we disagreeing on a hotel room and paying more than this, what we planned on. This, All right, never mind. Sorry. This is four. <laughs> bro, you know what, bro? I just looked it up. That shit was four years ago. I don't care, bro. That Y'all. Shit was four years ago. That's what you call crabs in the barrel, right there, nigga. I had a whole plan. I had money set aside. Y'all took away from everything we was gonna buy. But anyways, but man. was did you have fun though? Yes, man, we had a we blast. We had a motherfucking blast. We had a blast, bro. Oh, but you know what? And we gotta go back. But we well, gotta we gotta go to Miami. We got a treat for y'all, bro. And this might be better than Miami or a visit from from Vegas. You know, we got these mics <laughs> making the sound, making the sound so luxurious. Uh, I got Marcus over here. He's still on that. Hold on, nah, bro. Thought, I, nah, hell, oh, nah. I, I didn't. I didn't talk to all smooth and shit to set you up, and you gonna hit me with that? All right, bro. No, nah, you right. Oh shit. You right. I look, man. Bro, he's. Bro, we gonna be. We gonna be forty. He gonna bring this shit yeah. up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna, gonna be on my deathbed, and I'm gonna be looking at y'all niggas, and I'm gonna be like, yo, bro. I probably could have lived five minutes longer if y'all had just not went up on the price of that shit, bro. Like, I'm just saying, bro. He gonna be like, bro, we had a regular room. Like, bro, I had a whole like, <laughs> nigga, I had to come home to her, bro. Like, so what's the, you spend too much, didn't you? Nah, I didn't. No, babe, no, <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I stayed in budget. No, I didn't stay in budget, nigga. I went over. <laughs> we all went over. Probably except for you. Oh, I went you, over. You, you did. Oh, I ain't have. You managed to not spend like that. Oh no, yeah. Like me and this nigga did. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. This nigga do not. I'm, I'm I'm a penny pitcher. He, he, yeah, the nigga <laughs> don't he pitcher, don't know. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm but we frugal. ain't tripping. We I'm ain't frugal tripping. with my budget. <laughs> but we got a little. We got a. We got some poetry in motion. We got a little something something that. Uh, we want to hit you with some of this funky shit. I don't know, you know if it's man? funky, yeah. but it's you know so many. One of my many talents. Yes, uh, <laughs> one of my <laughs> many many hats. What you got. Boss, regale us with the <laughs> with the Ray, tale of those bars. What, what Ray is, Swisher, man, what story? What story do you have to tell us, Ray the, Swisher? What's these bars on? They got bars on I ninety four. We got bars on. Oh, James for the record. Bars on thirty five. Bars on thirty five. Let's go, man. I call this one Swisher the Great. You know, I'm gonna try to one take it. I gotta one take it. Hey, you got it. I need a I need a light. Let's put a light in there one time for my guy. You got the candles. Let's get it though. You and I, T.Y. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm ready, man. Let's get it. Oh, yeah. You ever seen a bad wrong till it was turned right? I'm talking cigar smoke puffing on the turnpike. I got my Lansky dreams inside this crystal ball. Sins of our fathers in my pocket. Can I spend it all? Closest thing to a homie you seen was a Tyson fight. Fresh it and sugar in quick on any Harlem night. Mental level on that of us, Socrates. Men bro come together over pen and match philosophies. 
What you do when your way out was a henny shot? Boy, the street knowledge is the same thing that got Ricky caught. No receipt for that street equity, kind of painful, huh? Now the fruits of your labor forever tainted, huh? I feel different with these chains. Forget my ancestors' pain. While living feels in vain, I feel targeted. You put your black power up for bargaining. What's a man to do? When freedom for your scene doesn't seem tangible, I broke my morals for a sense of pleasure. Swish. One take.